we'll start in just a second. So Jared Ray came by to visit and he helped me build my grill. Mm-hmm. It was ridiculously hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's often used as doing something hard when, you know, you say, Jesus Christ, building a grill is easier than this. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you wouldn't think it would be that hard. But, you wouldn't, but... Uh, uh, ridiculous. Yeah, but your grill has everything. It really... It's got wireless, it's got, you know, an app that comes with it, like, it's... Are you serious? It yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's 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 Wi-Fi compatible. You had to hook your grill into the Wi-Fi? Yes. <laughs> To do well, we what? Had to, we had to wire it so that it was, you know, available to receive Wi-Fi. The app keeps track of the, the meat temperatures that are on the grill and uh, things like that. Mm. It also tells you, like, the, your propane levels. Yes. That is useful. Because yep. I, I hate the surprise out of propane. God damn it. <laughs> Can you put your meat on the grill and then walk 20 feet away and then start up the grill? <laughs> <laughs> that I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know yet. Seems unlikely. We'll see. It can tell what the temperature of the meat is. It's got, you know, probes that plug wow. into the grill and then... Yeah. All right, I, I take back my, my patronizing uh, yeah, it was a, comment. It, yeah, it was, a, it was a real rough time putting together a grill. <laughs> but, I mean, he saved me from having to try it on my own slash with Kelly's help. I was like, that would have been a marriage ender. That's a, this grill was a nightmare. <laughs> And then we got it to the very end, and we were like, I think we bungled it, and we almost came unglued. <laughs> and Kelly came back, and she was like, no one cares. Just put the grill away. Let's go get dinner. <laughs> yeah, I think you'll survive without a drip tray, and it'll be fine. Really annoyed me. The instructions were... Well, I mean, the instructions were written by Chinese people, so they did it all in pictograph form. Mm-hmm. There were no actual instructions. There were just pictures. It's the worst. Oh, man. Uh-oh. It looks like Polly Shore canceled. He did. Oh, was he coming oh, to your house? Oh man, no, we're going to um to the Steel City Comic Con. Oh, he was going to be there in, in a weekend or two. Polly Shore was going to be there. He was one of the guests I wanted to get a picture with. Karen Allen canceled, so Craig will be sad oh. about that. Uh-huh. Ray will be sad about that. Eddie Furlong canceled. Oh man. Oh man, I, I should know that name. Who's Eddie Furlong? He was the kid from Terminator. You know him too. as Edward Furlong. <laughs> yeah, you know you know him as. Domestic oh. violence, Eddie Furlong. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was I, more the kid, interested in that or, guy. or the kid from Pecker. <laughs> I would refer to him as Young John Connor. He, he, what is this domestic violence thing? Oh, he's always involved in domestic violence disputes. Oh, that's he's horrible. been arrested several times for that. Yeah, you sure you're well, not look, thinking of uh, the kid who played Young Anakin Skywalker? Because I know he's been busted a couple times for things. Like, very young or... The very the young Hayden one. Hayden Christensen. Not Hayden Christensen. Jake the, Lloyd? Jake Lloyd. Oh, my God. He's a mess. Oh, no. I didn't know that. And no. But now I see people that are going to be there that were not there last time I looked. Like, I did not see Dwight Schultz as someone who was going to be there. And I did not what? see Billy's... Get a picture with him. <laughs> who, Dwight Schultz? Definitely. With Murdoch? I, yeah. <laughs> I definitely want that. I didn't see Billy Zane on the list before. And I didn't see... Uh, uh, short round is now on the list. Key Ken? Yeah. <laughs> Can't believe I know that. <laughs> yeah, he's. I did not. I knew that Craig wanted to get Karen Allen's, but man. You know, oh, there's r- n- whatever Red Letter Media goes to a con for anything, their favorite thing to do is get secret footage of Jake <laughs> Lloyd, like falling asleep at his table or just looking miserable and pissed off. <laughs> and they were. <laughs> I remember one time they had a discussion about writing a movie where. 
Jake Lloyd and Ed Furlong kidnap George Lucas and James Cameron and <laughs> torture them for ruining their lives. <laughs> Bobby Clark will be there. Nice. He played Star Trek's Gorn on that famous famous Star Trek episode. <laughs> wow. That's that's weak. <laughs> that's a deep cut. Some dude who wore a mask yeah, once. Can be in the 70s. Prove, prove it to me that it was really him. Yeah. <laughs> Do the punch. <laughs> Deuce Bigelow will be there. Rob Schneider? Yeah. Rob, yeah, Yo, Rob he's, a, he's become a total dick. Oh, is he? Yes, he uh, is a... Uh, I'm thinking Trump supporter or oh. said something shitty about Me Too or I don't know, something like uh. that. And of course, the ever popular and ever entertaining Corey Feldman. <laughs> Get that picture too. <laughs> no, I'm going to skip on the Corey Feldman and definitely. I think it's a Shatner's already sold out. Yeah, probably. But they do have a VIP evening with uh tom berenger where you get to oh, sit in on you get to you get to sit in on a q a with him and then he will uh take you to the oaks theater for a private screening of major league starring tom berenger now when they say q a that's pretty apt because it's gonna just be one question from one person and one answer from tom's he looks so friend. old he does i don't want to go see him out I like young Tom Berenger. Wait, this going to the Tom Berenger and Billy Zane. It's going to be like sniper heaven it there. Is. <laughs> First of all, if you don't talk to Billy Zane about Tombstone, <laughs> yeah, that would be worth it. All right, all I right. Think yeah, we should probably start, start the show. We'll we'll talk about this exciting adventure after next week's show. Yeah, apparently we'll have no idea who's actually going to be there until the day before. Right. <laughs> Celebrities are so fickle. You guys are going to find out it's Jared Monroe from the Revolution 101. <laughs> that would be such an amazing surprise. Uh, like, man. Ray, Karen, Ian, you guys want signed headshots of me? They're $20 a piece. Mm. <laughs> oh, Lori Petty's going to be there. I knew that. I want to get her autograph. Tank girl? Yeah. I don't know. Karen Allen is depressing. I was looking forward yeah, to that. I was I, looking. Uh, if you've seen Karen get... Allen lately, it is depressing. <laughs> well, while that's true, I have a picture of uh, of what's his name, um, uh, Jonathan Race Davies. Yes, I have it. I wanted to get. Uh, I wanted to get a picture with her. With her two and... people from Raiders. Oh, that yeah. would be cool. Well, you yeah. get short round. I I could do that. Yeah, that'll that'll help. That it'll be cheaper. That's the the one Raiders movie that I really didn't like. When... <laughs> Well, did you like Goonies? He was in that, too. <laughs> I'd say that is true. Yeah, here's Polly Shore's reason for, for canceling says he's having a filming con a conflict. I was like, you are not. <laughs> <laughs> Liar. <laughs> There's no way that's true. <laughs> oh, I bet you he's in. I'll look at Polly Shore's IMDb right now. <laughs> <laughs> What's he recording? Something Feel ridiculous. free to start the show while I'm looking. I'll just blurt out yeah. all of a sudden for no, and no one will know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> no context. <laughs> He's in pre-production on something right now. Hmm. <laughs> Called right. Guest House. Guest House. He's playing Randy Cockfield. Oh. <laughs> well, Randy Cockfield. Also, wow. wait, now here's now here's something interesting. You know who else is in this movie? Billy Zane. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to, you can find out if this is true. <laughs> uh, Lou Ferrigno Jr. is in this movie. <laughs> wow. Uh, Steve-O from, uh, Jackass, and Sam Macaroni <laughs> of the Macaronis of Newport. All right, I'm going to get started. Yep, we're okay. ready.
and welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast, also known as the Soaring Eagles of Freedom, for Tuesday, April 2nd, 2019. My name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. On this podcast, we talk about news and politics and religious nonsense that affects us, and we give our opinions from a secular point of view. If you would like to join in on our conversation, you can post to facebook.com slash profanearg, or you can tweet to us at profanearg. Or you can now sign up on our Patreon page, and you can, for a low, low monthly fee, you can join us live on Discord, where we record, and you can chat to us while we record. As uh, we have right now, Jeff, the Pittsburgh Atheist, joining us. Thanks, Jeff. Uh, this week on the show, we will be talking about Hansy Joe <laughs> and, and Alex Jones, but first... A uh, little bit of follow-up on Jussie Smollett. I just wanted to get this out of the way. He's kind of falling off. I think everybody's heard the story about this, but since we talked about it previously, I thought we'd just follow up and finish it up. We mentioned last time that the charges were dropped against him, and we we were like, well, you know, why? What changed? Turns out nothing changed. Nothing at all really changed. But apparently the prosecutor came out and said that the prosecutor's job is not to seek the most serious conviction or severe penalty, but they determined that the community service and the $10,000 he forfeited was enough considering the, the crime. Mm. That is a wildly inappropriate claim. <laughs> yeah. Didn't a woman go to jail for five years for accidentally voting while on probation and didn't know it was against the law? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've been really confused about what prosecutors' jobs were. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, I was thinking just for poor people. Although, mm. I did hear why the charges were dropped. Uh-oh. More than what I've, I've heard? Yes. Tell more me. than what you've heard. This is based on no actual facts, just so <laughs> you know. Apparently, Jesse Smollett was coerced into doing what he did by Kamala Harris so that she could push through her anti-lynching bill. Mm. And they are dropping the charges to cover up her involvement. Wow. And Jussie's being quiet on this, too, for being coerced. <laughs> he's like, look, man, it was Kamala. He's keeping his lips shut because she's so scary. Yes. Mm. That is bold. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just you just got to go up the chain, man. Right? Yeah. Those guys were hired by Jussie. Jussie was hired by Kamala. Kamala yeah. was hired by Obama. And Obama's sure. working for the globalists. Hillary. Oh, no, Hillary. Oh, yeah. I forgot Hillary. <laughs> Who's being funded by Soros. Right. Who's taking his orders from Satan. <laughs> Just a quick Hillary sidelight. Um, so I uh, was talking to my friend at work who is a Republican traditional, hates Trump. And we went down the, well, are you good? I'm like, are you going to vote Democrat this year? He's like, as long as it's not Hillary. I'm like, God damn it, miss, man. You will vote for her. If I have to come out there and grab you and take you. He's like, yeah, okay, fine. I will. I'm like, so he you. Did he vote for Trump? <laughs> uh, no, he voted in um, third party. Idiot. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so he voted for Trump. Yeah, yes. pretty much. Yeah. Hate that woman. Don't like her. I'm like, do you think she'd be worse than Trump? He's like, no. <laughs> and shut it. Well, we'll have more on Trump later. Yeah. But in any case, I don't believe uh, the Kamala Harris story in any way. I think that's <laughs> I do, ludicrous. Ian. All right, sweet. <laughs> don't repeat it. Especially not on the internet. Oh, I crap. just reposted it on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> it's breaking news. 
on Fox but and Friends. But it's the second. Mm. Nobody's skeptical about news articles on the second, only on the first. That's the one day a year where people are skeptical. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, a, another follow-up. In Pennsylvania here, we talked about uh, the woman coming out, Barrowicks coming out and, and doing this ridiculous prayer. There has been a lot of people speaking up against her. Uh, a fellow uh, senator, state senator here in Pennsylvania, put out a statement that said that it condemned what she did and said that in the future... We need to make sure that the opening prayer is tolerant of all people's religions. Mm. Didn't say anything about people who are non-religious. So, you know, thanks, but... (laughs) Baby steps, right? (laughs) Yeah, okay. Yeah, I was surprised at how much uh, national coverage that got. And I was like, once again, profane argument, broken first. (laughs) (laughs) I was uh, I was surprised it it did it hit a lot of different I mean the link I have is from the Village Tribune but it's it's about uh, Kevin Boyle and his statement so that's not going to make national news but I did see on a couple couple different national news organizations had it well I mean it was it was pretty bad it was, it was yeah it was very bad I forget the one thing she said that you know if you're not following my religion you're going to hell basically I'm like well my. <laughs> Yeah, it. she in her statement said that if uh, if you do not believe that Jesus is the Lord and Savior, that yeah, you you will suffer eternal damnation. That, that's that's uh, not very inclusive. Yeah, I'll take that bet. <laughs> <laughs> also, here in Pennsylvania, there's an article on religionnews.com. Judge had to vacate a former youth minister's uh, sex abuse convictions. Mm-hmm. Due to the fact that um, uh, what's it called? It was it, it it went beyond the time period that they could statute of limitations. Thank you. Yep. Hmm. It went beyond the statute of limitations, which that is very irritating. And here's why. I mean, okay, so this happened a long time ago. It wasn't brought up till now. It was part of this guy was named in the Pennsylvania report. But the thing that's very irritating, it was covered up by the church. Why isn't the cover-up a crime that extends Mm. the statute of limitations? Like, if okay, so you commit a crime and then you cover it up. You you cover something up for so many years that you can no longer be prosecuted for it. Part of that cover-up should be extend the statute of limitations. Like, you shouldn't get rewarded for hiding your crime long enough. It is a kind of a weird thing to have. Like, okay, you got one out. If you lay low long enough, you can... (laughs) Just come out and announce to everybody on Facebook what you did, and there's nothing we can do. But you're right. The cover-up should go against that time, right? You should get all that time back. Why is and, there and you should be held accountable. Yeah. yeah. Why is there statute of limitations at all? I mean, what's... Well, that is a good question, too, but the uh, proposal to remove the statute of limitations was shot down. Hmm. It never made it to a full vote. So there, there is and there will be a statute of limitations, and this guy doesn't have to uh, go to court now. Hmm. Well, I'm sure he'll be a full productive member of society now. Oh, I'm sure. Another thing that I wanted to mention, um, and this I, I took off the Daily Wire. Have, have you heard about the Unplanned, the movie named Unplanned? It's a pro-life movie. No. I vaguely. I think we brought it up that it was being filmed like on, on this show several months ago. But in any case, it came out. And the Daily Wire says that it broke one of the records 
that Captain Marvel just broke. It did better than Captain Marvel if you look at it in a certain light. Uh, what's the certain light? <laughs> I'm immediately suspicious. <laughs> yes. So it took in, and this actually d- does amaze me, it took in $6.1 million. Wow. It was filmed on a $6 million budget. So the opening weekend, they broke even, which that's an accomplishment. It's just because it was completely overwhelmed by all the churchgoers, right? All the pro-lifers, they, Wait, hold on, they hold advertised on it to all the pro-lifers to come out and the, spend the money on it. Yeah, The <laughs> record they broke was that they broke even on the first weekend or no, the first day? No, So that that is not the record. What they said is that they racked up cumulative per screen average of $5,770 per screen, edging out Captain Marvel. So if they look at per screen, they made more money than Captain Marvel did on its opening weekend. Per screen. So yeah. I still find that, like, was it like the Blair Witch Bridge project made for like $14,000? Uh, probably. But this isn't, that's this not. This isn't profit, th- though. This is actually revenue. Right. This no, what I'm just saying, revenue. but on its opening day, on its, whatever it opened at that weekend, had to have been more than. Oh, uh, well, I get, yeah. But it, okay, opened, yeah. it opened nationwide to all movie. Right. Every mm. place you could see a movie, there had multiple screens. Well, that's, so did Captain Marvel. They're saying that we are opening, what we made per screen was bigger than Captain Marvel. Well, you could do that if you only show it on, you know, a dozen screens. Really big ones. With lots of and you charge outrageous amounts of money. Sure. So I don't know. I don't know how this this supposedly uh, made so much money per screen. It seems odd. Well, Maybe a- they just played it back to back and you know filled the it, theater. It was only on six screens, and they made a million dollars per screen. And <laughs> well, it, it's it seems like they they. I mean, I would not put it past them to have figured out that that's a stat that they could win, and then you know twisted it to win it. But not only yeah. that, remember there were people who would go see Passion of the Christ multiple times. Yep. To keep getting the money up. Like that's the record, kind of sh- yeah. yeah, that's the kind of shit they'll do. Yeah. Now this movie is uh, about a person who worked at a Planned Parenthood. Oh, and she didn't he, just he, work there, Ray. Hmm. She was the youngest clinical director in the history of Planned Parenthood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and did you see this movie? Saw... <laughs> <laughs> no, I did not. I so did not. The, the story is she saw an ultrasound before an abortion. And decided that, that was it. She couldn't take it anymore, and she had to leave. <laughs> and it's it's all about the the forcing of women to do an ultrasound before they have an abortion. <laughs> and this is all against Planned Parenthood. Yeah. Oh yeah. Don't 100%. other facilities do abortions as well? Yeah. Does yeah, Planned then, Parenthood do the most abortions? I don't know that. I have they no do, numbers. To I know. That, I know. But, Planned Parenthood mm-hmm. does a lot of other things. They oh, are the absolutely. most famous. Oh my God! They provide lots of services so people never have to have abortions. Yeah, exactly. But and that's not what this funding. movie's about. Didn't like Ben Shapiro like fund this movie, or he's like a producer on it or something? Uh, that I don't know. I don't believe so. Boy, I don't those, see him. I don't see him as a producer credit. Those religious fundamentalists—they love their fiction stories. Oh yeah. Well, it's kind of the foundation of what they believe. So right, you know. that's that's the <laughs> that's, key. that's yeah, that's what I meant. Right, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, that and how it how it uh you know how these people have these life affirming moments and they're like oh and then they come over then they see the light. I was just seeing so there's a show on the television and the title of the show is called God Friended Me. 
Right. Prior to seeing a trailer for the show, I was simply uninterested in the show. <laughs> I was like, I hate most of what's on ABC. This mm. show looks terrible. I hate social media. Uh, I hate religion. I'm just, you know, it's not really my jam. Then I saw a trailer to discover that the premise of the show is the main character was an atheist until God friended him. And now he is having second thoughts about his atheism thanks to this God or individual. And now I'm openly opposed to the show. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to good on... movies where God was a nice grizzled old man? <laughs> now I'm writing now I'm writing angry letters to, to ABC, so in hopes that they'll receive backlash and have to pull it off the air because they hurt my feelings. Wait, wait, wait. It's not a TV movie. It's an actual fucking show? Oh, it's a series, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's horse shit. Because <laughs> while we were discussing, like, has there ever been a movie that come out and any kind of wide release where, like, somebody falls out of religion and realizes that they're an atheist and embraces, like, science and, like, or gets out of a crazy religious family and... and you know, no, in most movies prophecy? when... When people lose their religion, their life turns to complete shit until they find a, you know, turnaround moment. Right. Which is bullshit. <laughs> or what was that movie with Samuel Jackson and uh, Tommy Lee Jones? It was just the two of them in a room and they were talking about like Tommy Lee Jones was a Christian and Samuel Jackson was this like nihilistic atheist. Am I the only person that saw this movie? Yes. 100% only person. <laughs> huh. Okay. I, I can't think he believe dreamt that's a movie. movie. Yeah. <laughs> Does he it win Samuel J.L. Jackson over at the end? And Jeff asks, "The Sunset Limited." I don't have any idea. That could easily be it. But it, it's an interesting movie. But yeah, at the end, it's basically the Tommy Lee Jones kind of wins him over. But all Samuel Jackson's arguments are based on, well, I don't believe in God, so nothing is worth anything, and I'm going to kill myself later tonight. Like that's. Oh my. Wow. That's all his arguments are about. And mm. it seems seems dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> well, in that case, I guess if he doesn't kill himself, there's some good came out of it. I mean, I don't know. Yes, The Sunset <laughs> Limited is the correct movie. That's what I'm thinking of. Oh, it's a made for TV movie. That's why we've never heard of it. Mm. Oh, okay. I don't know. I saw it on TV, but <laughs> I didn't in any case, yeah, I don't know of any realistic movie that has an atheist as the main character. <laughs> In Sorry. any way. <laughs> Sorry. Our co-producer has strikes again. <laughs> what did he say? The prophecy? Thanks, Jeff. No, Jeff, he's like, Sunset no. Limited. Pulled it out of his ass. Good job. <laughs> I remember even on Star Trek, they kind of skirted around that issue. Mm. Some of the later ones, they get into the damage that religion does to society, so. Yeah, but when they, whenever they ask, like, what are, like, humans into, and they're always like, eh, we have our own thing. <laughs> mm. yeah. <laughs> yeah, they do just kind of do a little hand wavy, yeah. Yeah, but in the uh, Jeff just brought up contact, but in the end, I swear there's kind of like a, and I know Carl Sagan wrote it, but at least in the movie, I feel like there was like this kind of twist at the end where they're like, you're just gonna have to take it on faith, and they're like, see, faith isn't bad. Goddamn, <laughs> uh, whatever your name is, <laughs> what's her name in the movie? Oh, I don't remember. Ellie something, Jodie Foster. Yeah, mm. but so I always felt there was like that little like dig at the end, like see. We have to take it on faith that you saw aliens. <laughs> All right, Jeff, quit showing off. 
<laughs> faith, faith is definitely always bad. I mean, it's a belief in something based on spiritual, you know, what you spiritually believe rather than proof or evidence. It's just, it's just wrong, man. Mm. In any case, horrible movie. I don't recommend watching it. I can't even imagine watching that. No. But yeah, they did receive an R rating, which they, they, they're like, well, that's, that's the, you know, LA scene trying to keep us down. And uh, they also, the ads for their show, none of the TV spots would, would take their ads. What did they receive an R rating for? I don't know. I, I don't know. Do they show, like, an actual fetus in it or something? Like, oh, probably. Oh, jeez. I mean, you've seen the, the trucks driving around with the dead fetuses on the side of town, right? Yeah. With the right. Si- on the side of the truck. I mean, they're, 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 there's no stop for how far they'll go. Mm. Jeff, having listened to the podcast... That I won't, you know, because we don't like to mention other podcasts on there. Although I did try to sell the one of those guys a house. They came to Milford. Oh. <laughs> Does the movie ever delve into uh, them selling the body parts and all that shit like that? Is, it, is that <laughs> any kind of shit in it? Oh, okay. He doesn't remember that. Okay. Well, they should have contacted Carly Fioroni because she saw the video. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Moving onward. Uh, uh, you we mentioned- guys were correct. I, sorry, I had to look it up immediately because I didn't want to be out Jeffed by our producer, Jeff. <laughs> um, the movie does show an abortion procedure being done. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. I think that R. is the core of its R rating. There are some other things listed here, but let's just, just stick with that. Yeah. It, I don't know, to, to me, that reminds me of like why Passion of the Christ would made it big. Because of the torture scenes. And because, the- yeah. Shock value, That's, yeah. That was some quality CGI. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, actually, moving on. Yes. To Hansy Joe. I, that that name shouldn't stick. I'm going to stop <laughs> using that now. It's Creepy Uncle Joe, don't you know? Mm. Oh, is that, is that what we're going with? So, Joe Biden, who has yet to announce that he's running for president, all over the news. CNN is doing the. I'm sure it's on Fox. I haven't checked. Oh. but yeah. And it's, <laughs> it's all about him touching, him, like, doing weird things, him being Grandpa Joe. And... Uh, I don't remember the one woman's name. Um, Ashton Lucy, Carter's oh, wife. Is it Lucy um, Flores? No, this no. Ashton oh, Carter's wife, Stephanie. That's that's it. The the one picture that was it went viral a long time ago, where he's got his hands on her shoulders and then he leans around to like whisper to her, and it looks creepy. She actually has come out and said, "Yeah, I understand it looks creepy, but stop it." Yeah, like he was being supportive. It was not creepy. I understand that's how it looked. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Obviously, that's not a quote. However. Right. But that, that that is a fair summary. She said, listen, I can only speak for myself. I'm not here to discount anybody else speaking their truth. I can only speak for this one picture, which contains me. Hmm. I am going to take ownership of this picture again. Nothing creepy happened in this picture. Stop yeah. making it pretend to be creepy. Yeah, but even the woman... Who is called Lucy Flores, right? Yes. yes. Says at the end of her thing, look, I don't, I'm not saying he sexually assaulted me. I'm just saying he invaded my personal space and it was weird. Right. And I think that's probably a fair assessment. Why is this a fucking story? <laughs> because. Because it's all they have right now. Right. Got to sensationalize it a little bit. I'm sorry. Didn't the Mueller report, <laughs> shouldn't that yeah. be the fucking story? Well, they're pivoting. Clearly. I mean, change Pivot. the subject. <laughs> Yeah. Meanwhile, guess whose 2020 poll numbers are skyrocketing? Buttigieg. Yeah! yeah. 
Yeah, he's number Man. three now, right? Yeah, he is. Yep. Behind somebody. Behind so Biden and Sanders? Is that where we're at? He's, so. uh, yeah. I find it amusing that the person who's leading the polls isn't running yet. Yeah. <laughs> I find it amusing this is another instance where this show is so far on the goddamn cutting edge, we get no credit. <laughs> What, in regards to Mayor Pete? That name? What? In regards to Mayor Pete? Yeah. Yeah. Ugh, I, I mean, know, so dude. many things. I, I don't know, man. I don't know if he could go toe-to-toe with Trump. He's a genius. Mm, I don't know about that. I mean, he's yeah, he's, he's affable. He's a scholar. He's affable. I did hear an amazing story about him. Did you hear the story about him learning Swedish? I did, I did not. I know he speaks uh, six languages, but... <laughs> that he was at something and some Swedish person... Came up to them and he started speaking in, I think it's Swedish. It's some Nordic language. Mm. And the person's like, I can't believe you know that. Why do you know that? And he goes, well, one time I uh, I read this book from a famous Swedish author or whatever. And um, I really liked it and I wanted to read more of his stuff. But none of it had been translated in English. So I learned Swedish so I could read his books. Wow. <laughs> and then there's Donald Trump. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> give me a fucking break. But uh, he's never even read his own book. <laughs> yeah. Or wrote it. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> Mayor Pete is very affable. Very affable. I just I just can't I'm trying to picture somebody in a debate with Trump and going up against him. That's I, all I got in my head. Well, it's the, the problem is it's not classic debate. It is crazy old man debate how do you win yeah, that if it were <laughs> if it were debate as debate is taught there's no question yeah. that uh that pete would just wipe the floor with him right but but that's not what trump does by the way he learned norwegian thanks jeff you fucking yes. show off again <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but like there's just i just want somebody who can handle that childish mm. kind of like retort that Trump will do, you know, where he'll like interrupt or something, you know, or someone who might like just turn around and be like, would you shut the fuck up mm-hmm. while I'm talking? Like, I wish somebody, I mean, I know that person would probably go down in flames <laughs> in the press, but just someone to be like, shut your fucking pie hole, Trump. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's the good question though. How do you actually handle like somebody like that on a debate stage? I think, again, this is why I think that he is. You know, I think why he's going to be successful is because I think he is composed enough and educated enough to, in even that scenario, pivot away from Trump's nonsense and give the Democrats, you know, to appeal to them as far as, you know, policy is concerned and as, you know, the future moving forward is concerned and not to stand up there and be like, this is why you should not vote for Trump. Everybody knows why they shouldn't vote mm-hmm. for Trump and that will get you nowhere. Right. But I, I would say, I'm sorry, go ahead, Karen. And you need to not pander to the, the people that you're not going to convert and talk to the people that you can convert all those people in the middle and right. get them and to let, come back. Let, right. Let yeah, them know you, why you're going to get them, right. you know, continued quality health care. Let them know why, you're going to see an increase in domestic spending and jobs. Let them know why, you know, you're going to, uh, you know, work towards bringing an end to, you know, wars in Afghanistan mm. or Russian interference or. I feel like none of you guys have watched any of the past debates mm. because I feel like that's what they did. I feel like in the in the Republican debates, they tried to stick to policy and Trump rattled them. And then with Hillary, she stuck to policy for the most part. Right. What, um, what, I mean, did she though? Yeah. Did she say 
you don't want to vote for Trump because he makes fun of retards and you don't want to vote for Trump because he's horrible to women and you don't want to vote for Trump. I would not say that in in the debates like that. I mean, of course, like when the the uh, what do you call it tape came out, the Access Hollywood tape that was brought up briefly and then she would move on the policy. I mean, but on the other hand, like when he was stalking her, Mm. you know, on that on the uh, town hall one, she just smiled and let it go. Like, I just wish she turned around and be like, get the fuck away from me. Back up. Right. I mean, she, she couldn't do anything. She should have done something, but she can't do the, you know, back to fuck up. It had to be something subtle and including an eye roll somehow. <laughs> right. Like to, something to belittle him a little bit. Like, are you yes. going to follow me all the way around stage or? Exactly. <laughs> yes. Something along those lines. You, you have to put him down because then he really starts fucking up. <laughs> but you have to do it in such a way that is that looks like a mature adult. I mean, it makes I watched, it look like him the child. Makes him look yeah. like the child. I watched every Republican debate. <laughs> like, yeah, I had to. And I'm telling you, these guys try to come out with their policy and they yeah. would just, Trump would just demolish them with stupid comments like Little Marco and Lion Ted. And it would just frazzle them. Yeah. Right. And I'm hoping everybody is, is prepared for something like that because I wanted, I want to say that that was, you know, hopefully a, a one trick pony because, you know, why did Trump, that this this sudden win wasn't the first time he's tried to run for president. Right. Like he has run for president and has got laughing stock numbers multiple times in the past. Well, he never came out as a racist before that. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's the one thing people tell me when when I'm just like I you know, when I try to have a rational conversation, I'm like, I don't get it. What do you like about this guy? And they're like, I like it cuz he seems like the type of person who would sit at, you know, like when you sit at dinner and he's like, you know, if I was running for president, I would do this. Mm-hmm. And I'm, that's what they like. But there's no there's no meat to it. I mean, this whole thing about he's going to close the border. He has no concept of what that's going to do to the economy of this country. Right. And, I mean, and again, the, the people that you try to have that conversation shared, those are not the people you try to reach for the 2020 vote. Oh, right. I you, agree with you. I agree like, with you. They are – they are definitely the deplorables. They are. <laughs> <laughs> they're not they're, what we they're call gone. The thinking people. Yeah. No, they're they're just gone. They're gone rationally and they're gone mentally. What you know? What again? What you need to inspire again in the Democratic Party is again. And I would think this would be easy because the other option <laughs> is an admitted racist and white nationalist. But the, whoever the candidate is has to do something to win back the black vote. Mm. Which, again, like I just said, the other guy is actively working against you and your entire community 100% of his day. Should be enough. But nope. They're like, no, I guess I'm just not going to vote then because it's not another black dude. And I'm like, all right, there we go. That that could have been partly like not – again, because – and I said to people – I was like, I don't think you understand how bad things could get if Trump gets into mm-hmm. office. And they're like, ah, you're fucking crazy. What what could possibly happen? You know, <laughs> like, and they would just joke and be like, eh, and I'm like, they're like, eh, he's not going to win anyway. I'm like, no, you don't understand. I'm like, if he gets in, it's going to be horrible. And black people, I mean, I'm not black and I'm here. I am. I don't know if this is white privilege, me speaking, might have been in a case where like, look, either one of them, we're just going to be back to where we where we were before anyway. Like, not mm-hmm. realizing how bad Trump could be, right? And looking at Hillary and going, ah, eh, she's like a standard corporate Democrat. You know, what, what difference does it make? Well, I think a sad part of it is is that in order to get people to 
get out of their normal routine and go to the polling place on a Tuesday, you need to excite them. It should not be an exciting thing. It should be a thing that you do every two years and sometimes more often. You should. You, it's part of your civic duty to decide who represents you. It's not an excitement. It's not a. It's not a goddamn personality contest. Karen, get you're out making there me and not do your job. Vote. All right. <laughs> Jeez, snooze fest. Come on. You make it a fucking drinking holiday. <laughs> Well, that would help, sure. Except that would, but you you are correct, Karen. I will I will come out fully in support of you. People are motivated for the wrong reasons, yeah, and they are motivated by the wrong things again. In the same way, serving as a senator or congressman mm. should be a hassle. Yeah, yeah. It should be something that someone who wants to serve their state or their community to try to make their lives for their the people around them better not an easy ticket to unlimited wealth and privilege that's fucking bullshit it is and bullshit. it should pay your state's minimum wage <laughs> that would be dope <laughs> no, and you live in it, government no. housing in washington <laughs> all right it needs to be at least nice row houses because otherwise nobody is going to, the only people that will ever run will be the um already rich that's a problem we need people there like aoc no you have who, to live in this house <laughs> it's part well, of the I'm job. On, I'm on board with that. You have to live in this house, and it's a nice house, but it's nothing fancy. But it's a nice house, and it's. I just, I just want to back up one second. <laughs> I do agree with what Karen said. I just said it's boring to get people to vote by saying that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I did. I, I did jury duty yesterday. It's civic duty thing. Oh, I did the jury selection process yesterday. The number of people that every time the judge said that's on May 14th. Nope, not available. Like you are a liar. You didn't even look at your calendar. You are a liar. Get up there and do your civic duty, goddammit. But back to Joe Biden. Sorry. And, and the handsy yeah. shit. Get out your knives and fork, people, because here we go. Yeah. It's time to start eating our own. <laughs> and yeah. Joe's got a long, long history of shit that you could pick apart. He does. I mean, he voted against LGBT rights. He voted against... Um, so did Obama. Well, I don't know if Obama uh, voted, but he wasn't for gay marriage. He, he voted against decriminalizing... Mixed marriages at some point, way, way back, I think. I mean, he's got a history that's not, I mean, but everybody did back in the 80s. That's the problem with being an old person. You made mistakes back then. Well, and you have to watch some of those statistics as well. When you go back and say, well, you know, Biden voted against this or that. Well, mm. what was that paired with? What would he have been putting in place if he would have voted the the, the way you would have wanted? Good point. The, yeah. there, there are several add-ons you know, what do they call them? Earmarks. Earmarks. Earmarks, <laughs> earmarks and... Uh, um, Pork. Yeah. Pork In any case, you, you have to look at why they voted that way, and that takes a lot of research, so people don't do that. Right. Well, right. It, it's all about the quip, but it's all about the joke, and that's why Trump does well, because he's quick with the comeback, but he's also an asshole, so... And it's also 100% false, but yeah. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for that, Ray. That was, that was a good point. Yeah. That was a much better point than... Everybody was making bad choices back in the day. Because <laughs> when Karen said that, what I heard was, so it was okay to dress up in blackface back in the 80s? <laughs> no, it wasn't. We, well, it, it's, well, it's, they were all making bad was. choices back then. And at some schools it was. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I, I'm, we're, we're, just one more point. We are looking at it from the lens of history. I mean, there are lots and lots of things that people did in the past that we look at, at now with horrified. And rightfully so. But at the time, it, it was the norm. And I'm not saying that's right. I'm just saying it, it was the norm back then. They all can't be Bernie Sanders, goddammit. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> who has not changed one iota since the day he showed up on the scene, no, which is Marston good. Marston Selma. I mean, yeah, yeah. He, he's the real deal. It, there, and again, I know I know you want to move off this, but I just want to make one more point <laughs> about Joe Biden. Like, yes, all those things you listed were bad and all of them, I, you know, again, like, like you guys said, you just look through the lens. There is only one thing that sticks in my fucking craw. And I didn't know about this is that when he was running the Anita Hill mm. trials, yeah. while that was bad because of the way that the Republicans were asking questions, he can't. I don't think he could control that. I mean, he could bang the gavel and they could be like, yeah, hey, yeah, whatever, and just keep going. But he didn't allow three witnesses who could have corroborated her story. Mm. I don't know the exact circumstances of why they weren't there, but – you know, he doesn't seem like the type of guy to I, – I'd have to dig in deeper to that to figure out what the story was behind that. But I did just find that out. That bothers me. Mm. But, you know, Joe likes to like Republicans. They're all his best friend. Well, I mean, he's he is old school. He actually has friends across the aisle. They have learned the art of, you know, compromise. So right. he's I, ju- I just hope he knows – I just hope he knows that that shit don't work anymore. Yeah. And I still think he's the one who can beat Trump. That's it. That's all I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're so, going to tear him down in the meantime. But sorry, I'm done. No. <laughs> Apparently, this is this is something that really needs to be discussed. So. Yeah, yeah. But I did want to, to, to move on to some of the other stories. Um, and this one is one that just kills me. It is a, oh. a story on the Daily Wire about Amy Coney Barrett, who was appointed by Trump, I don't know, not that long ago. She was appointed to uh, the Seventh Circuit, I believe. She was she was a member a, a member. She was a rising star in the Federalist Society, so she's you know one of the boys. She was appointed by Trump, and Trump. It's being reported that Trump is now saying, uh, according to Axios, that he is saving her for Ginsburg. So if something happens to Ruth Bader Ginsburg, he is looking to move Amy Coney woman. Barrett into the position. No doubt. Well, uh, he He's... doesn't have that much time. I mean, it's, it's coming up on an election year. I mean, he won't be able to do it next year. <laughs> Why? <laughs> yeah. Why would you say that? Because <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> well, that's what the Republicans did. Obviously, that's what the Democrats will do, right? No, because yeah. they're still in charge. That's why we're not worried about the border being closed. President Mitch talked to him and said, you can't close the border. That'll cost money. And he was like, sorry, you're right. We won't. That already cost the country a lot of money, by the way. Yeah. Just him saying that. But uh, yeah, man, though, I mean, my big worry, well, the biggest worry is that something does actually happen to Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Something of course. worse than what is already happening to her. <laughs> Trust me, if nothing happens to her. Something will happen to her. Clarence Thomas will just exactly. retire. Yes, yeah, so exactly don't worry. Where she's going to be mm-hmm. on the Supreme Court, guys. Just, Ugh. just deal with it. And she's from the Federalist, Federalist Society, and she's forty-seven years old. She will be a Supreme Court justice for the rest of your life. Ugh. <laughs> that's unpleasant. She clerked for Scalia. She called Obamacare a grave violation of religious freedom. What? <laughs> That doesn't even make sense. No. <laughs> sure, because it uh, it oh, required employees to provide contraception. Right. Oh my that was God. a grave violation of the religious freedom of the companies. <laughs> Trump can't say anything but nice things about her. Uh, he thinks putting a, another woman to replace Ginsburg would be perfect. The, not even the Democrats will argue because she's a woman. <laughs> uh, wow. That's how that works. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> 
Yeah. So in any case, this is one of the scarier uh, things that Trump, I think, can do. I mean, you know, beyond what he's already done. Do you th- do you put it past him to you know do something to Ginsburg? Um. Yes. Yeah. Do, do I do past him to go to Thomas and say you need to step down now? Mm-hmm. No. Sure. I uh, yeah. It's uh, that before Jared. Did said you imply it, that, murder? That, that yeah. was where I was going. I mean, all you need to do is push her a little off a step. <laughs> I don't think that that is in Trump's repertoire, mm-hmm. even yeah. though. He's as bad as he is. I don't. He's think a he monster, but far. he's a coward. Well, he wouldn't do it personally. Oh, okay. <laughs> he'd, he'd send over Stephen Miller. Exactly. First of all, Trump can't walk downstairs without any help. He would need her <laughs> help to get down those stairs. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen Miller, on the other hand, he'll push an old woman down the stairs, no problem. No doubt, oh, for sure. Silly me, you don't need to do anything. All you have to do is to wait for one of his MAGA hat people to do it for him. Right. right. <laughs> That's a possibility. Mm. But again, uh, there's any number of those guys will just retire. So I'm not mm-hmm. worried that they're sure. going to try and kill her. But I'm also not worried because as soon, if a Democrat gets in office, we could just add 15 new judges to the Supreme Court, apparently. <laughs> like, who knew that that was a fucking thing? Yeah, that's that's not a good idea. I mean, isn't it? Is it, though? I mean, the, I mean, what do you think the, 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 the Republicans are going to do next time? They're just going to add 30 more. And then That's- we'll add 30 more, and there'll be like 150 people on Supreme Court. It'd be ridiculous, and nothing will ever get done. Right. It'll be the only court in the land. <laughs> I'll have to take my unpaid traffic tickets in front of the Supreme Court of 783 people. <laughs> there'll be more people on the Supreme Court than there are people who aren't on the Supreme Court. <laughs> well, I mean, honestly, do you, who are the people that um, that first decided that um, Supreme Court justices could be decided with just a straight majority and, instead of a non an unfill or a bustable? It was Democrats. I don't understand that. anything in our government anymore. <laughs> These Open- fucking founding fathers were fucking idiots now. <laughs> they did, They're yeah, not they geniuses. We're not nearly specific enough. But that is a that is the Democrats' fault. The Democrats were the first ones to say, "Fine, Republicans, if you're going to filibuster every person we put up here in front of you, we will just make it a simple majority." That's our fault. And then we still didn't get what's his name in. I can't even remember his name anymore. Merrick Garland. 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 We still couldn't get Garland in. Right, because, well, Mitch McConnell was in charge by that point, so he said, no, we're not going to vote on that. Uh, meanwhile, something else that's happening in the Trump administration, an article from the Washington Post. Um, yeah, you may not have. I f- keep forgetting. I have signed mm. up for the Washington Post. Hopefully other people can see the article. There's an article about the fact that not only Ivanka and Jared, uh, not our Jared, Ivanka's <laughs> Jared, I have the highest clearance of all. (laughs) (laughs) Not only did they, did Trump push through their security clearance, but they are now reporting 25 people had denials or they were recommended that they not get security clearances who now have security clearance because Trump office just pushed it through. Right. And the person that actually did the approvals has now been subpoenaed by the, I don't know, some house judiciary committee or something like that. I don't know which one it was. So we'll find out a little bit more from them, and then nothing will happen about it. Right. Just we'll, preparing everybody. Right. We'll, we'll learn from this, though, and make sure it doesn't happen again. Blah, blah, blah. I just want to mention that since it's in the news. And, and some of these we're not going to get any traction on. I just thought it was useful to, to keep up to date. The next thing, Congress had a hearing, the first hearing, on the Equality Act, and all the Republicans could talk about were transgender people. <laughs> they brought in uh, this woman who, man, I I didn't even know who she was, but I almost instantly hated her. Uh, <sighs> Jamie Contreras? 
I, however you pronounce her last name. She testified at the hearing. She previously had appeared on Cucker uh, <laughs> to talk about transgender people and how the the L, G, and B people are one set and then the T's are somebody else. And, and she doesn't think that the equality laws should apply to the T's because if you're lesbian, gay, or bisexual, you're... Your gender is still defined by biology, but if you're trans, it's not. So lesbian, gay, and bisexual, they should have one set of laws, while the transgender people, should that should not apply to them. That's her argument. Being a lesbian, that gives her all of her freedoms, but not, uh, not any people who are transgender. So again, it's the icky argument. It makes me feel icky, so we can't have that. Or is it, damn, I can't pick on the gays openly anymore, but... Mm. <laughs> Maybe. All the people that are not like me. So all of their arguments were pretty much about transgender people and how the... Actually, two of them, two of the... They brought up, the Republicans brought up the uh, transgender people in sports. They, they just trying to get any argument they can to... I mean, it's not really a filibuster, but it's to just beat down the argument mm. instead of actually saying that all people should have equal rights under the law. We want to we want to discriminate against people. Don't let it don't make us stop. Yeah. I mean, that's really what they're saying. We want to be able to discriminate people because whatever reason we come up with. So, mm. yeah, Jared, you you just posted this in Discord. I didn't actually have an article about that, but Oh. Mm. Yeah, Trump cut aid to 3 <laughs> Wait. Mexican countries? <laughs> what does that mean? That was from uh, Fox and Friends. Thanks, yeah. Fox. Three Mexican countries. What you is... don't know about the three Mexicos? <laughs> Each amigo is from one Mexico. <laughs> he did cut, cut funding or cut aid to three countries, however. None of which are Mexico. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Wow. That is amazing. Anyway, three Mexican countries. That's real, by the way. That's yeah. very real. Um, another thing that uh, the Trump administration is doing is they have moved some money, a grant uh, worth $5.1 million over, I think, three years, is being moved away from Planned Parenthood and is now being directed to another group, the Obria, Obria Group. They oversee a work of seven clinic partners that own different pro-life clinics. So they pulled money away from Planned Parenthood in order to fund the fake abortion clinics. Mm -hmm. uh, these are, again, the clinics where they, they pretend to be for crisis pregnancy centers. But <laughs> right. when, you, when you go in, you get told that, well, you have to keep the baby and there is no option. <laughs> they, they brag about the fact that they provide medical consultation, pregnancy testing, ultrasounds, uh, sexually transmitted diseases, pre-abortion screenings. Abortion education, mm. abortion pill reversal, Whoa, prenatal care, and uh, referrals. But yeah, they provide abortion education, which consists of, we're going to tell you the pro-life argument. <sighs> so they're getting money from the government now. Well, that's fine. Yeah. They're, getting our, they're getting our tax money. I am not for this. Yeah. Just to be on the record. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering. <laughs> <laughs> So I mentioned Alex Jones in the beginning. Did did any of you see the the stuff on Alex Jones? He's being sued by the parents of the, mm, Sandy, the Hook. Sandy Hook 
the kids who were killed at Sandy Hook. Because Reasonable. he mm-hmm. went on his show and said that, yeah, it was just all made up. It was a hoax. And they're just doing this to get money and get attention. Nobody was killed. The the tears on the kids were fake. Crisis actors, that whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. So he has now said that, well, I was just, I was in uh, psychosis because <laughs> I kept seeing all these different headlines about how it was possible that it was fake. And I just, I didn't know any better. And I'm, you know, the, the, I'm the blame victim. the media who gave me all this information. It wasn't really me. It was... Uh, I'm the victim, right? Yeah. <laughs> he is a giant piece of shit. Wow. He really is. <laughs> yeah, that'll hold up. That'll hold up. Yeah. <laughs> anybody anybody who <laughs> listens to him religiously yeah. and sees this between the I'm just an actor, remember when he said that? Mm. When he was he was yep. in the court he was in the court case with his with his wife? Yeah. To now it's psychosis, like when is he being true? When is he an a- when is he an actor? When is he psychotic? All the time, but mm-hmm. and when is he? When is he just normal? Like, how do you figure this out? Well, that's a good question, though, because I mean, really, I have suspected for quite some time that he's psychotic, but I, I don't want him using it as an argument. So I'm torn about this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think he's I, having having listened yeah. to the behind the bastards on Alex Jones. I think it certainly started out as acting, right, mm. with a little bit of underlying that I believe this crazy shit. Sure. To Full on that he's just got caught in the he's caught up in the lie so much that he actually might actually believe this shit now. Sure. I mean, it all started as you know, when I say these things, I get more advertising dollars and more people listen to me. So you right. start ramping up. But yeah, at some point you start believing it. I mean, look at Trump. It's the same problem. That's how why he is as bonkers as he is, because nobody stopped him from being bonkers. Ever. I, well, I think Trump yeah. is, a, is a little bit different. This, uh, he, I think yeah. he's just stream of consciousness lying. <laughs> and doesn't even recognize what he's saying. Like whatever. Like, <laughs> sure. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, but you kind of have to. You kind of have to add in the fact that whenever something does come out of Trump's mouth, it is then absolute truth for him. Right. And that's what he believes. Like even the stuff that he's completely making up. I think he honestly, if he were to take a, like a lie detector test, he would pass it. Mm. Even on the stuff that we know is lies, because once once he says it, I think he believes it. Yeah, I believe you're there might correct. be some truth to that. Mm. But I hope that they nail Alex Jones's ass to the wall because these Sandy Hook parents have endured yeah. some horrible shit because of what he's done. Yeah. Oh, sure. I mean, they were abused by his followers. I mean, yeah. uh, good lord, their life is horrific enough as it is. Leave him the hell alone. Yeah, I think I said one time there was one family that had to move mm. like a number of times because of this shit. Yeah, that's, that's just horrendous. Yeah. Yeah, there it, seems to be like a sort of systematic takedown of uh, people like this, like Alex Jones, you know, he gets pulled off Twitter and Facebook. He's got this going on. Um, and then didn't Facebook just do some kind of thing where they banned all kinds of alt-right and white supremacist groups and shit like that? Yeah. Yeah. At least they're pretending that they're doing it. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, until they come up with a new name and, you know. Right. Get they'll rid of the it- Proud Boys Facebook if they're still on there. <laughs> I mean, Facebook Facebook is designed to make money, and advertising is where they make their money, so they're not going to stop. They'll pause momentarily when it's politically inconvenient to keep doing it. Yeah, but if enough people are like, I mean, the, the, the narrative going around now is like, Facebook might be destroying this country. Mm-hmm. It's certainly not helping. Yeah, and I kind of believe that to some extent, and if people start believing that, then a new social media site could pop up one day. 
and be like, hey, you know what we're going to do? The things that Facebook wouldn't do. We're not going to dig into your information. We're not going to do this. We're, you know, we're not going to allow hate groups. And people might gravitate towards that. Maybe. You know, and then Facebook goes the way of fucking MySpace. Well, I think the problem is it, the problem is actually broader than that, though. I think. I mean, Facebook, Twitter, um, all of the and Google Plus, all of them had the same problem of connecting crazy people to each other. Where in the past, it was hard to find people that thought like you. But with the internet now, and the, all the different platforms and the tools that are out there, there are ways for people to find each other and reaffirm the things that they believe well and, there was always a way for nut jobs to find each other on the internet but, but they that, can only talk to each other in their little echo chambers now right. they have a platform to announce their crazy shit to everybody right but, but before the show we were talking about this i mean the internet has only been around really you know in every well most houses since what early 90s that's really not enough Mid time i would yeah. yeah mid to late i would say so it, there hasn't been enough time for us to sort out yet how to we haven't adjusted to it we haven't evolved to understand this new environment that we live in human beings did not evolve to live in this you know kind of echo chamber so that this is a result of being people being able to find each other and amplify themselves basically but also announce it to other people yes exactly. i mean i mean you might want to say facebook and youtube in conjunction yeah facebook because YouTube, and youtube yeah myspace you know, before that all of them yeah, but my but MySpace was like so innocent in my opinion. Like, mm. you, what crazy shit? There, there wasn't a wall. There wasn't a thing to, you know, you physically had to go to somebody's page to see what they were saying. You, yeah, know, I, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I think that was just uh, it was just an evolutionary step in to get to Facebook. I think MySpace would have changed over time to be what Facebook is if it had survived. Maybe. I mean, I mean, I don't know, but. Mark Zuckerberg destroyed the world. <laughs> <laughs> he is part alien, so I'll buy that. <laughs> All right, I'm going to move on uh, to some state news. Mm -hmm. um, and this one I had to, like, triple check because it's the same story that we did about Iceland, but it's it's in New York. So I just had to, like, make sure that it was real. <laughs> because uh, apparently, the, and this one is is real, a county in New York, Rockland County, is taking a rather significant step to try to counter the measles ep epidemic that they have. They have made it so that starting on, uh, what was it, March 27th, anyone under the age of 18 who is unvaccinated from measles is barred from public spaces until for 30 days wow. um, until they either get a vaccination um, or the 30 days expires. Now, the enforcement of this, as you would immediately <laughs> at least I did. How are they going to possibly enforce that? Well, the police aren't going to go around checking your vaccination records and you don't have to carry your vaccination papers with you. But they say that if they find that uh, that parents have violated this, they will be prosecuted. If they have mm. measles outbreaks, they're going to track down. They're, they're literally tracking down like they're trying to get to patient zero and see what where the measles is coming in from. Because they have had a ton of outbreaks. Hmm. Uh, 153 confirmed cases of measles since September. Wow. And that is, that is a lot. I mean, measles <laughs> is a fairly serious problem. I mean, 153 in one county? That's a lot, yeah. I mean, yeah. not, you know, besides the fact that it can kill you, it's also scarring. Yeah. So, yeah, that's it's serious. Well, not just 
skin scarring, but it can mm. also damage your internal organs. Yeah. It is, uh, it's no joke. So they found that while 90% of children between 18 to 35 months, at that the age, 18 to 35 months, have received at least one of the two MMR shots nationwide, only 72% of the children in Rockland County have. So wow. they have a serious anti-vaxxer issue. They do. That's really bad numbers, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, 72% is not strong enough. That That's not herd immunity. That's <laughs> herd vulnerability. Yeah. So it's another case of, uh, yeah, anti-vax. But the, I mean, the only problem was, of course, that the, the stupid parents that don't vaccinate their kids are also not going to listen to the ban. I mean, they can be prosecuted for it now, but it doesn't mean they're going to do anything about it because they already think that the government is wrong. The government telling them they can't go in public, they're not going to listen. It's likely, but then there are, I mean, you can't just lump everybody in that. Uh, mm. Some people who are anti-vax are probably borderline and they're not really sure, but they don't want to endanger their kids. And I think this is a, a nice step to get them thinking about it again and not just be complacent. Mm, sure. At least that's my hope. <laughs> this I could have put in a follow-up, but it wasn't strictly a follow-up. So, But in any case, there's another death row inmate who was going to be denied his chaplain. He was uh, he a Buddhist. Uh, he said that uh, he was a Buddhist, and he, similarly, the, the state said, no, you didn't file soon enough, so you can't, um, we're not going to give you a stay of execution. However, this went to the Supreme Court, and specifically Kavanaugh changed his mind and said, yeah. you know what, this guy, <laughs> this guy gets a stay of execution, because uh, we want to be able to make sure that the chaplain of his choice is able to be with him in the death chamber. Can you take a guess as to what the difference is between them? I, 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 I'm trying really hard. I can't. <laughs> Kavanaugh came out and said, Kavanaugh came out and said, I only hate Muslims. This is cool. Yeah. <laughs> yep. One was a Muslim black guy. The other is a Buddhist white guy. Save the Buddhist white guy, but not the Muslim black guy. Oh, that is classic Kavanaugh. Mm. All right. So I'll give you the other piece of information. In theory, the the guy did actually file a little bit sooner, which was Kavanaugh's reasoning, was yep. you, you waited too long to, to file anything, which is what a stupid argument. It's somebody's life is, mm. is being taken. Uh, you didn't file soon enough. Guess you're dead. Fuck you. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Uh, but this guy did file two weeks earlier than the last guy. So that two weeks apparently is enough to save his life. Either that or he was white. I, You know, either one you want to go with. Or not Muslim. It or, is amazing. Right. You're right. That somebody's life is on the line and they just can't be like, all right, well, you know, we can extend it two weeks. Yeah. You're going to die rules. anyway. Rules are rules, Jared. <laughs> yep. If we don't have the rules, what is the point of even living and having a country? Right. <laughs> Bend just it for some, but not for others. How how difficult is it to just ease up on the rule that everybody in the in the death chamber has to be an employee of the state? Just ease up on that for the the cleric. How is that sure. that big of a deal? I mean, personally, I don't give a crap because I don't want any freaking chaplain with me. But I mean, it would, maybe it would be nice to you know have a atheist or a, a secularist there you know i don't know I'm not in that situation so i don't i don't really know how i would react but in Wait, case. what a shitty feeling that must be mm. yeah 
Like, you're already going to die. And you're like, God, I'm going to die. And my life is so fucking worthless. They couldn't even extend it two weeks. Right. To, like, give me this. Mm. Like, I'm going to be (laughs) gone. One one marginal (laughs) comfort before I am disappear into nothingness. God, I hope. And, I mean, I don't know if this is true. Like, the guards on the death row, like, for someone who's actually, you know, got their date that they're going to get killed. Like, I just hope that they have a little niceness. I mean, I understand some of these people might have done super fucking awful things. Mm. But, you know, I don't know. Like, I hope they're all like Tom Hanks in the Green Mile, but they're probably (laughs) all more like the guy they locked in the fucking broom closet. (laughs) Well, did you see the one that they – they actually had another um, capital punishment case in front of them as well. There's a guy – I forget what he has. He has some disease that it will – Cavernous hemangioma. There it is. He has cavernous hemangioma. He has all these um, blood-filled tumors all over him. And the argument that the lethal injection will might inflict undue agony on him because it will rupture all of these blood-filled tumors on his face oh, and he head the, and neck. Is he the cruel and unusual punishment guy? Yes. Yeah. And the Supreme Court said, we don't care. Kill him. Cause, right on. Yeah. Now, if you look and see what he did, I'm kind of on board with it, but... <laughs> It's that's a little bloodthirsty. I mean, if we were supp- it's supposed to be a painless death, and for him, it will not be. So, well, I think it's I think was it's that a sure that thing? Anyway, I know like, that was his argument, but do we know that that would cause a painful death, or was it just his his argument, and it was suspected that it might? Like, I think I, it's, I, it, that's his argument, and it's expected that it might. I think that's a fair assessment. Yeah. Why can't they just knock these fucking people out and then kill them? Why can't we just not have the death penalty? Well, okay, I'm with you on that. But, like, when I had my gallbladder surgery, I sat, I was laying there literally 15 seconds. They're like, all right, we're going to give you a little bit of this. And I woke up, and it was done. <laughs> you could have chopped my fucking head off in that time, and I wouldn't have felt it. Yeah. Why not just, you know, ideally, use anesthesia? That's the, ideally, that's what's supposed to happen with the lethal injection. But this guy has a condition that it might not work that well, so... I yeah. don't know why they didn't do that when they were electrocuting people in the electric chair. Sure. Why do they have to be awake for this? Yeah. I don't know. Because it's a greater deterrent? That crappy argument. You're dying anyway. Right. <laughs> I don't know when people are going to get on board for my mandatory Irwin donation as a form of capital punishment. <laughs> was, was there some country recently did mandatory, you have to opt out of organ donation, which is a good oh. idea. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. Mm. Instead of opting in because people are lazy. <laughs> I think we're hinting around it, but I, I like what Jeff summed it up. It's because our criminal justice system is based on retribution, not mm. rehabilitation. I, I get that, but we're already killing the person. I mean, if it's about retribution, then let's fucking drunk quarter them. Tie a horse, four <laughs> horses to each fucking limit. Send them all off in each direction. That's like, you in, know, if you- yeah, in some states, um, you can still select firing squad. And there have been people that have done it recently. I would go that way, honestly. <laughs> that sounds way worse. How? Yeah. <laughs> How many people that are sh- aiming a gun at you are going to aim just above your left shoulder? Because they don't want to be the person that kills you. I know one of the guns does not have, you know, a live round in it. But still, people don't people don't want to do that. People don't want to be that closely involved. With Dude, there somebody. is something way scarier to me than being strapped down and mm. injected with something yeah. while people sit there and watch me. Blindfold me, put a cigarette in my mouth, and fucking blow me away. <laughs> with a howitzer. <laughs> yeah, something. Game for the head. I'll, put, I'll fucking paint a target on my forehead if I have to. 
See, yeah. I feel like my idea comboed with Jared's idea is the winning choice. <laughs> I'm going to go with if you're going to be, I mean, it, the Republicans especially drive me crazy about this. If you're going to be pro-life, be pro-life. That means you cannot execute people. You can't have both. You certainly shouldn't be able to call it pro-life. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? That's what you should do. Every person who's who's going to get executed should have pictures of themselves as a child, ultrasounds of them as a fetus, <laughs> all strapped to their body. Shoot this little boy <laughs> or girl. Well, Jeff makes a good point, though. They're pro-life until they're alive, and then we're not giving them Kick them to the curb and lock them in a nice, pleasurable camp. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're a minority sucking at the teat of the country. Mm. All right, uh, moving on. I want to hit a piece of good news. I doubt we'll get any Yay. traction on this, but <laughs> North Carolina, they had passed a law banning abortions 20 weeks uh, or later. The, uh, the judge in the state, a federal judge, has now blocked that law, saying that it is unconstitutional. So at least, the you know, there's still some judges... Keeping, uh, right. keeping things in line. And in North Carolina, what a surprise! Right, exactly. Mm. There was a yeah. There's a story that North, the the Supreme Court has not yet picked the case that they want to overturn Roe v. Wade yet with. So, this is probably not it either. Yeah, It'll come oh, along, no, though. definitely yeah. not. It will come along though. Just wait for it. Uh, meanwhile, over in Portland, another uh, in good news. Although I didn't get to completely read this article, but they have. As the article says, long prohibited religious discrimination for housing, employment, and public accommodation, but they are now expressly protecting the non-religious. Atheists, Ooh. agnostic, and others who don't believe in a particular religion have specifically now fall under this protection. Nice. Ooh. So, hey, Oregon's looking good again. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's kind of rainy up there, but... Peace. <laughs> And uh, moving on to a couple things in world news. Uh, first, going back to the negative, and I forgot I was going to look up how to pronounce this, and I still have no idea. Brunei? You got it. Brunei. Okay. Yeah. Brunei introduced stoning as yeah. uh, the death sentence as a punishment for gay sex. It's 2019, people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they introduced death by stoning law. Yeah, and in 2019, you should know by now, Jared, medieval solutions work. Yeah. <laughs> you got to bring back the classics. <laughs> okay. Walls and stones, that's how it's done. <laughs> yeah, so... I did hear I did hear that they were stoning homosexuals again. George Clooney was upset about that. Oh, that's right. You can't go to mm. the Beverly Hilton now or something? He did. He released a list of all the hotels in the United States that were... Uh, owned by the Sultan of Brunei and asked people to please boycott. Somehow, them. I don't think that's going to affect the four of us. Are we? <laughs> probably not. No. Does he own? Does he no, own probably... Days In? <laughs> <laughs> La Quinta. <laughs> yeah. uh, it, it is. The, what is it? The Scottish Inn, Jared? Yes, the Scottish <laughs> Inn. Is that that's where I stay when I visit you. <laughs> it's owned by some brown type people. <laughs> probably they were real nice. It was real clean and comfortable. There you go. There, I, Not the salt in a Brunei. <laughs> there are a surprising number of um, hotel chains, though, that are owned by like Brunei and for the Saudis and the UAE and, and places like that are starting to reach out because they know that the future of oil is limited. So they are extending their kingdoms abroad into hotel chains. So, yeah, you have to know who owns the, the, the hotel you're staying at. And surprisingly, or not surprisingly, sorry, Brunei has adopted a more conservative form of Islam in recent years. 
So. Yep. So the the Sultan he has a net worth of about twenty billion, which that that's pretty significant. Mm. It's unbelievable amount of money. I'm curious what uh, the number two in the country has. <laughs> or number tree 10. Tree fitty. <laughs> yeah, about tree fitty. <laughs> um, so already banned in Brunei, uh, showy Christmas celebrations, <laughs> any form of alcohol. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow. There are jail and fines for having children out of wedlock and fail- failing to pray on Friday. So, they are adopting Sharia law. Yeah, quite quite steadily. Yeah. Uh, they do also have capital punishment. Um, I just lost a capital punishment for adultery and rape. For the victim of rape or the... Yeah, I'm really curious. They're not specific in the article. <laughs> yeah. Probably both. Probably. Well, adultery and rape. That's the same. That They're, they're talking about one act. One That's person's committing point. rape. Ah. The other one's committing adultery. So you got to right. kill them both. Right. I made that up, but I probably am right. <laughs> yeah, sadly, you probably are. <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on to some lighter news, kind of, except these people are idiots. <laughs> the Flat Earthers, the Flat Earth Society, they're planning a getaway. They are going to cruise to the edge of the planet and see <laughs> the ice wall at the edge of the planet. Tell me there's going to be a video crew. <laughs> <laughs> I hope. So apparently, and this is something that I didn't know, but apparently a bunch of them don't believe specifically that the planet is flat, planet, that the Earth is flat, <laughs> but that it is it is dome-shaped, it, that it is convex. Uh-huh. And so that that explains all the curvature that you think you see. So it's half round and then just flat like someone cut a sphere in half? Not really like a, hemispherical, but more like like a frisbee. dome, like a here. I'll post a picture. There's oh. like it's a like a contact lens kind of. All right. But uh, they say that at the edge is where the ice wall is that holds the oceans back, um, and that's what they're going to go visit. Now, are they going to like run into like a glacier and be like, "Well, we got it. Here we go." Yeah. Exactly. They're, yeah, they're going they're going to Antarctica. Yeah, and say, "Ooh, look at the edge." <laughs> So what do they think about, like, the moon and Mars and all the other planets? Do they think everything else is round except Earth? Those are just those – anything that you see in the sky, that's just – those things have been placed by God. They're at the firmament level. Oh, right, firmament. I, for, I always forget about the firmament. Damn it. Here's the, here's the other picture of two women wearing the, uh, the shirts from, that have a depiction of, the, uh, of Earth from, I don't know, the, the first – the first century of mm. when we believe, or we as humans. I think I know those two women. <laughs> <laughs> the earth is flat. There's the firmament that holds back the waters of the heavens. There is the, the ice at the edge that holds back the waters of the oceans. There's the shale underneath. That's the underworld. Mm. Well, that's where some demons from. live. Wait and a that minute. the astro <laughs> that the celestial objects in the sky are just, they're floating in the sky underneath the firmament. There's a religious... A tone to the flat earthers? I thought they were just fucking nuts. I think a lot of them are. However, yeah. yeah, some of them believe strictly what it says in the Bible, and the Bible describes very clearly how the earth is shaped and where the shale and the firmament are, where the clouds are, and that God is above all of it. It's almost like it was written, you know, before we had the ability to discern that the earth was round. Strange. Spherical. I did not know Spherical. that there was a, a religious aspect to this. I thought they were just like... It doesn't look round to me while I'm standing on it, so therefore it's not. (laughs) 
an oblate spheroid. I was trying to think of what it was. Thank you, Jeff. <laughs> there he goes, showing off again. <laughs> but I'm not sure that that all flat earthers have have a religious base to their belief, but I some of them definitely do. Yeah, I think a decent number of them do. Yeah. Well, because it 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 talk, they talk about things like the firmament, and that's purely religious. So. Right. Right. So join up. Get on a cruise ship and uh, go to the edge of the world. I'm cu- very curious where they're getting their, their navigator who believes that the Earth is flat. Hmm. Navigation is based on the stars. And I'm curious if there are any, if there's any people who can travel in the oceans and understands <laughs> traveling in the oceans and use like GPS and coordinates. Hmm. And even if they use the stars, how they could ever find somebody who can do that and believes that the earth is flat. I just don't I Maybe don't they're understand. just hiring a dude to take them. Why don't you take us to these coordinates? Yeah, and he's just like, yeah. okay, yeah, I'm a captain. Whatever. Yeah, you're paying me? I don't give a shit what you're doing out here. <laughs> <laughs> you believe what? Th- Whatever. As long as you're paying me. Or they've seen, you know, the pictures from the cruise ships going to uh, Antarctica, which show the giant ice wall because it's the edge of a glacier. And they mm-hmm. think, that's it. We'll just go there on that cruise because obviously that's the place. It looks like it, so that's proof enough. Well, good luck, people. (laughs) (laughs) It will not be an an entire waste of time. (laughs) I like the quote. um, This is what I was referencing. Hank Kaiser, he's a cruise ship captain, said, I have sailed two million miles, give or take. I have not encountered one sea captain who believes the Earth is flat. (laughs) Sure. Wouldn't it be easier to get in a plane and just say, and fly around the world? You would think. But they, they wouldn't believe you. They wouldn't believe that the, you know, the pilot faked that. Fly low. Mm. <laughs> fly. Take a while, but. Yeah, fly low. It'll take a while. Well, I'm sure this cruise will take a while. Sure. Stop and then realize that they've been going a straight line and wind up in the same place they fucking started. End of story. <laughs> right? Am I right? You're right. <laughs> and there are easier ways to prove that the Earth is a spheroid, not flat. But But if you need to see it with your own eyeballs, it makes it a little harder. Yeah, sure. God, I wish I was crazy. <laughs> I, I really do. I, I swear. It would I, make things so much easier. It would. I'm just going to hit myself in the head with a fucking hammer after the show. And who knows what I will believe. Present all the fucking evidence to me and I could just deny it. It'll be great. My life will be blissful. <laughs> Hence the phrase, ignorance is bliss. Yep. Mm. All right, final story. I thought this was amusing. Have you ever wanted to know what space smells like? Now yes. you can find out. <laughs> oh, this was announced on April the 1st. The scope was invented? <laughs> what was that? <laughs> the, the, the professor's smelloscope was invented? <laughs> Thankfully, no. Damn. <laughs> but Lockheed Martin, yesterday, on April Fool's Day, announced the release of a fragrance. That's right. Lockheed Martin is putting out a <clears> perfume <throat> or a cologne that they describe as featuring a deep metallic base with a clean, sterile feel. <laughs> that apparently is based on the descriptions of astronauts after that, that what they smelled after their uh, fellow astronauts came in from being outside space stations hmm. uh, and the way they smelled when they came in. Lockheed Martin. So this was announced on April Fool's Day, but they actually hmm. do have a place. They're putting out a limited, I don't know, manufacture of this scent. And the scent is called Vector. Yeah. I'm down. I was, actually, I was actually thinking about signing up for this. Yeah, get me a bottle, too. 
Yeah, I feel a little guilty giving Lockheed Martin extra money. Exactly, but... but... <laughs> you don't want to give money to Mrs. Lockheed? <laughs> the strip <laughs> culture. <laughs> I, it's an interesting idea. It's, it's along the same lines of um, if, the if you know, out, outside of our atmosphere had a sound, you would hear the roar of the sun. Of course, it's a vacuum, so sound waves don't travel, but... If they if they did, you could hear the roar of the sun from I, here. I bet you could. It would be probably deafening outside the yeah. atmosphere. Yeah, it's a fascinating idea. I well, there's nothing out there in sure the vacuum there is. of space. So what do you? Well, there's, there's dust. Some, some and, things. Yeah. Yeah. What is the smell from though? If, space garbage. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that Indian satellite they just blew up. <laughs> oh yeah. Big fuss over that. They blew up a satellite and now there are there's 41 increased the chances of the International Space Station being hit by degree by 41%. Good job, India. Thanks. No laws in space, Karen. Yeah. It's like international waters. You can marry a goat out there or yeah, up there. <laughs> if only we had a space force to enforce the laws. Uh, <laughs> All right, that's the last thing I got. Does anybody have anything else? Nope. Nay. Nope. All righty. In that case, that will be it for this week. I want to thank everybody for listening, especially our patrons and especially our co-producer here, Jeff, the Pittsburgh <laughs> Atheist, for joining us and giving us some uh, feedback and instant Googling. Uh, if you enjoy this podcast, you can support it by sharing it on social media or leave a review on iTunes or wherever you happen to listen or you could do like the Pittsburgh Atheist did and sign up on Patreon.com and give us a little bit of money to offset our server and bandwidth costs. We would appreciate it. Uh, also, I'd like to encourage people to check out other podcasts on the soon-to-be-named network, of which we remember. Soon-to-be-namednetwork.com is where you can find all of the archived shows. Uh, take, a take a listen, take a look. See if you can find something that uh, there's there's so many things on there. It's hard for me to even describe. So check it out. I want to thank everybody for listening. And until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you. Good night. And may your God go with you. i